Hello, welcome and thank you for joining us today on Friend of God, brought to you by Friendship Baptist Church in Sturgis, Mississippi. It is our goal every week to bring the Word of God to as many people as possible. We pray that you enjoy today's message, but more importantly, we pray that it changes your heart and provokes life change and action. God bless, and please listen from your heart. Enjoy. Good morning. Good morning. All right, that was Mr. Dean Scarborough. He did an awesome job. Thank you, Dean, for doing that, reading our scripture. It's so awesome to hear a, a tiny little voice read God's Word, isn't it? It's amazing. So, um, like Jeremy told you guys, Brother Jeremy, he went to help in Louisiana, the area where he came from before he came to us. They had just a ton of damage, and Hurricane Laura really hit them hard. So, him and Tommy Coleman went to help them, and they're on their way back, but he called me um, last week, probably around Tuesday or Wednesday, and he asked me to preach today. So, of course... I always, even though I'm nervous, I always love to do that for God. Um, so thank you guys for allowing me to be here today with you and just communicate God's Word to you. It's, it's always a joy of mine. Like I said, even though nerves get to me sometimes, it's joyful to do it uh, for you guys and for God. So today, we're going to be talking about a great leader in the Bible, a great leader in the Old Testament. His name is Joshua. Now, you guys probably remember Joshua took over from Moses when he died, and that's in Joshua 1. He took over from Moses, and he was, God told him, you are going to lead my people into the land that I promised them. So that's what Joshua did. Um, they had to defeat many nations, many people there, and Joshua led them with God's power the whole way. So today we're going to be reading in Joshua 24, so if you guys want to turn to that, starting in verse 14. Starting in verse 14, it says, Now fear the Lord and serve him with all faithfulness. Throw away the gods your ancestors worshipped beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt and serve the Lord. But if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve, whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me... And my household, we will serve the Lord. Then the people answered, Far be it from us to forsake the Lord to serve our gods. It was the Lord our God himself who brought us and our parents up out of Egypt from that land of slavery and performed those great signs before our eyes. He protected us on our entire journey and among all the nations through which we traveled. And the Lord drove out... Before us, all the nations, including the Amorites who lived in the land, we too will serve the Lord because he is our God. Joshua said to the people, you are not able to serve the Lord. He is a holy God. He is a jealous God. He will not forgive your rebellion and your sins. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, he will turn and bring disaster on you and make an end of you after he has been good to you. But the people said to Joshua, no, we will serve the Lord. Then Joshua said, You are witnesses against yourselves that you have chosen to serve the Lord. Yes, we are witnesses, they replied. 
Now then, said Joshua, throw away the foreign gods that are among you and yield your hearts to the Lord, the God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, we will serve the Lord, our God, and obey him. On that day, Joshua made a covenant for the people, and there at Shechem he reaffirmed for them decrees and laws. And Joshua recorded these things in the book of the law of God. Then he took a large stone and set it up there under the oak near the holy place of the Lord. See, he said to all the people, this stone will be a witness against us. It has heard all the words the Lord has said to us. It will be a witness against you if you are untrue to your God. Then Joshua dismissed the people, each to their own inheritance. Now, this was towards the end of Joshua's life. And actually in verse 29, it talks of Joshua's death. So this was kind of like the final thing Joshua did for God before he left this earth. Joshua wanted to make sure that they knew that they were to serve the Lord. He wanted to make sure that they knew that they could not have all these other idols, all these other things in their life. They couldn't keep putting these things before God because God wasn't going to put up with it. We have to serve the Lord. And that's what Joshua was telling these people. He reminded them of all the good things that God had done for them. And they remembered all the good things God had done for them. And because of that, he says, you have to serve God. Look what he's done for you. So today, my question for you guys is, how good has God been to you? Does God deserve for you to serve him with your life? My answer to that, and it should be y'all's too, is yes. God has been so good to us, not, not just the blessings that we've received in our life, but sending Jesus to die for our sins so that you know we don't have to live this Old Testament life because we have the New Testament, we have salvation in Jesus Christ, and God did that for us. So Joshua explained to the people that they had a choice and that God was a jealous God. He wasn't going to put up with you serving other foreign idols and you serving other foreign gods. So the title for the sermon today is, Who Do You Serve? And as we talk today, that's what I want you guys to be thinking about. Who do you serve? And how do we know who we serve? Or who to serve? Now as Christians, we should know that we're supposed to serve God. But just like the Israelites, sometimes life happens. Sometimes other things happen. And even though we know we're supposed to serve God... Sometimes, throughout our lives, different days in our lives, it just doesn't happen. We don't serve God. We have so many other things going on in our life, so many other things that take dominion over our days and our weeks and our years. We, we forget to serve God. We forget this mission that we have that Joshua tells us about in chapter 24, that we're supposed to serve God. And God doesn't care what you have going on. God doesn't care what other things seem important because he is the most important thing. And that's what we have to realize. Now, your first thought when you hear who do you serve, it might be, well, I serve my spouse. I serve my kids. I serve my boss at work every week, right? Um, and my kids, to me, you know, Tiffany is probably going to watch this, so... Um, I don't have to serve her that often, but my kids, my kids expect me to serve them all day, every day. You know, not just what they need. I'll do that out of love, but whatever they want. They want it on a silver platter. You know, they always want you to serve them. And, you know, reality is just not that way. <laughs> you know, you just got to kind of set them straight sometimes. Like, I'm going to give you what you need. I'm going to serve you out of love, but you're not getting everything you want. I'm not serving you in every way that you want. But 
with people in our life, we can't always choose the people that God is going to have us serve. We don't have that luxury. We never have. And we can't choose how we serve the people in our life. We just have to be willing to serve. That's what God wants from us. He wants us to be willing to serve. Now, when I think about serve, my, Tiffany was a waitress, and I got to see her being a waitress a lot. And I think of waiters and waitresses when I think of serve, because I worked in the food industry too. Um, but food service, maybe some of you guys have been in the food service, it's not easy. And serving people, you never know who you're going to get, and it's not always easy, right? But as a, as a waiter or waitress, you, you have essentially three jobs. You have to take their order, you have to get their order to the kitchen, you have to bring their order back to them correctly, right? And so I looked up the definition of to serve, and it says to perform duties or services for another person. And that's exactly what we have to do. So the first way that we can serve God is to serve others. And that's probably the most important way, is we have to make a decision every day to serve others for God. And you might not like their order, you might not like the trip it takes going to the kitchen to deliver that order, and you might not like bringing it back to them. But that's what God wants us to do, and we, we can't just do it because it's what we think we have to do. We have to do it out of love, because people are going to notice how you serve them. Um, this morning, Ms. Laura was talking to us about Brother Jeremy and them, and she was just saying that they got to be a witness with their service to a family that is, is, they don't believe in God. They're non-believers. And they, she said that family was amazed that they were there doing that from Mississippi. But they saw their love. They saw that they didn't have to be there. It wasn't their community, but they chose to leave their community and go and serve. And that's what it's all about. People have to see that we're choosing to serve. Not being forced to serve. You know, when you teach your kids how to serve, sometimes you got to force them, right? My mom forced me to do all kinds of things I didn't want to do. But when you're an adult, when you're a mature Christian and follower of Christ, you have to choose it out of love. And that's one of the most important parts about some, serving others. So we naturally know how to serve ourselves and our own ambitions, our own wants and our needs. We don't have to be taught that, right? As a kid, we know how, well, not my kids evidently, but as we grow up, we know how to serve ourselves, right? That's, that's the easy part. But God tells us to serve others. So that's something unnatural to us. So we have to know how and learn how to do that, but learn how to do it with the love of Christ. Um, so Rick Warren, there's a quote from him. He said, faithful servants never retire. You can retire from your career, but you will never retire from serving God. And I think that's such a good quote because, you know, we work all of our life and we look forward to retirement, right? We look forward to a break. Um, it's a long way away from me, but um, we look for a break. You know, we're like, man, I can't wait to retire from this career. Uh, well, some people. But um, we can't ever look forward to retiring from suffering others. I know that at a certain point in your life, I'm sure it does get tiring, but we always have to be willing to serve. Billy Graham said that the highest form of worship is the worship of an unselfish Christian service. Unselfish. That means that you're doing it purely out of love. You're not doing it for any other reason, nothing to gain. 
uh, nothing to get out of it. You're doing it because it's what God told you to do. So Joshua tells the people in verse 15 to choose. He says, but if serving the Lord seems undesirable to you, then choose for yourself this day whom you will serve. So that's my message for you guys today. Choose this day who you will serve. Who do you serve? So men, we know that we're the leaders of our families. We know that this is our role, that we are supposed to be leaders like Joshua. And just like Joshua did, we can look at Joshua and his life and we can see the example of the leader we're supposed to be. Joshua took this whole nation of Israel and he finally got them to the point they had always wanted to be to, into the promised land. He helped them inherit the land. He helped them fight off all the other nations that were there with the power of God. And that's exactly what we have to do. And then if you go down to the second part of 15, he leads by example. He says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He doesn't wait for somebody else to do it. He tells the people, this is what I'm going to do. This is what my life is about. And this is towards the end of his life. This was his final thing he was going to say to them. And he wanted to make sure that they knew who he was going to serve. And I think it's so important for us to do the same thing. Men, we have to let people know who we serve. It can't be a question of who we serve. We can't wonder who we're supposed to serve. We have to know who we're going to serve. So we must take this oath to serve God daily. Because I, I feel like every day is a new day. You don't know what your day is going to bring. So every day you should wake up and you should pray to God. And you should say, God, today I'm going to serve you. It's a daily thing. It's not something you can say one time and then expect yourself to keep doing it. You have to pray daily about it. So Joshua explains that they have to forsake idols, that they can't keep worshiping these, these foreign gods, that to serve God, you have to give all of that up. So I'm going to ask you guys today, what idols in your life do you need to forsake? What idols in your life do you need to get rid of so that you can serve God? Because when you have all of these other things taking up your time and your money and your energy and just your attention, you're not going to know how to serve God. All these other things, the devil puts these things in your life to distract you, whether it's sports, entertainment of any kind, social media, um, sometimes work. Whatever it is, you have to know that you have to know what you're idolizing and you have to know what is taking dominion over your time and over your life because if that's the case, if you have things like that in your life that are winning your time winning your days, then you're not going to have time to serve God because all these other things are taking up your time. Um, there's so many things, there's so many distractions and, that we can idolize in our life, but we, we just can't do it. There's no room for it. So Joshua also tells them that they are to be their own witnesses. And I think a lot of times... This is another thing we put off on other people, and it's good to hold each other accountable. I hope that we do that. I hope for your family and your friends and your brothers and sisters in Christ that you know that you can hold each other accountable, and you all have that type of relationship. But he tells them that you are your own witnesses. So we have to be witnesses for ourselves, right? 
We can't, we can't wait for somebody else to hold us accountable. We have to know what we have said. And that's why I think if you pray for it daily and you say it daily, you can know that. And you can be a witness of that and you can be convicted of it. So we should hold each other accountable. <clears throat> it's so hard sometimes to, to realize how you can serve God. But guys, I'm telling you, if... If you pray for it and you ask God for it daily, you will know who God wants you to serve. There are so many people in our community right here in Craig Springs um, that we can serve. God's Warehouse, Casserole Kitchen, um, there's so many other ways that we can serve. But those things are so great because we get to serve people in our community. And we get to do it out of love. And they know that. They see that. When we see people at, at Casserole Kitchen... They are so excited to see us, and they're so excited that we took time and money and we spent it on them, right? We chose to serve them. And there's so many other ways that, as an individual, you can find people in your life that God has put there for you to serve. And it might not be the person you want to serve all the time. It might not be somebody that you have a lot in common with, but they are there in your life for you to serve them. So... I was told not to go too long today by somebody. I won't mention who they are. But I told him that shouldn't be a problem. But um, I want us all to just read God's word as we close today. I want us all as a congregation to read verse 15. So if you guys will open up your version of God's word, give you a second to turn to it. All right, but if... Serving the Lord seems undesirable to you. Then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve. Whether the gods your ancestors served beyond the Euphrates or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. And I have a challenge for you guys today. And, and this was something... That was kind of hard for me to put in here because it, it's, it's something very bold I'm going to ask you to do. And I know sometimes we don't like getting out of our comfort zones, but this is something bold I want you to do today in God's house. We are so lucky that we get to be here again with each other in God's house, and I think we should take advantage of that. So if you will accept this challenge, this challenge of serving God, and if you'll accept this challenge before, your, before God and your brothers and sisters in Christ today, I want you to stand, and I want you to repeat that last part of verse 15, which is, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So who will stand today and say that for God? As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And as you look around at all the people standing in here today, I want you to look and see who they are. And it's everybody, even little Ava standing. And I want you to pray for them. I want you to pray that they will hold to this. I want you to pray that they will spend time daily in prayer, asking God who they can serve, and that they would do this with every ounce of their being, with every day of their life, that they would choose to serve God. Because that's what it is. You guys can be seated. That's what it is. We choose 
to serve God. And that's what Joshua is telling them in here. It's a choice. And it's a choice that we have to make. It's not a choice somebody else can make for us. It's a choice that we have to make to serve God. So I want to thank you guys again for allowing me to speak to you about God's Word today. And I want you guys to know that we serve a powerful God. And even though sometimes it might seem hard to serve, maybe you're at that point in your life where you're just tired. There is always a way that we can serve God. God gives us that. God gives us those people that we can serve. So today, as we go into the time of invitation, if there's anybody in here today that does not know God as your personal Savior, I hope that today, by taking this challenge, you will also accept Jesus as your personal Savior. I hope you won't let another day pass by that you do not know God, because God is so great, and God is so wonderful, and He's amazing. He's done so much good for us. He sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins so that we could have this salvation, so that we could inherit our promised land, so that we could be in heaven with Him one day. Let's pray. Dear Lord, I just I thank you today for, for this message that you've given us. Dear Lord, I pray that we could always be a people who choose to serve. Dear Lord, it, it sounds like it's easy, but dear Lord, we know that sometimes it's hard. Sometimes we're tired. Sometimes our life distracts us. But dear Lord, I pray that we would always choose to serve you. It's in your name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining the Friendship Family today. We know that your time is the most valuable item you have, and we are enormously grateful that you chose to share it with us. If you would like to know more about Friendship Baptist Church, please visit our website, friendshipsturges.com, or our Facebook page at facebook.com slash fbcms. Both can be found in the show notes below. If you would leave a rating or review for our new podcast, we would be very appreciative. And if you would share it with others, we would be eternally grateful. We pray that you have a God-filled day. And remember, love God, love people, and reach the world. Have a good day.